Hey, welcome back to this week's episode of On The Level Leadership, and I'm Tammy. I'm your leadership and career growth coach, and I'm here to help you be the best leader you can be so that you can grow in your career. All right, so life can be really hard at times, and being a leader or leadership as a general rule can be really, really tough at times as well. How we keep going when things aren't progressing or when bad news hits the fan in our organization can be really a tough call for all of us leaders. And, and as human beings in general, we sometimes struggle when things really go wrong. So this week I'm here to be your motivation mentor to help you overcome some of those more difficult times as a leader. All right, let's jump right into this. So you know and I know that life is not smooth and it most certainly is not linear. And we all go through really tough times, whether it's as a person individually or as a leader in an organization. Those days are gonna happen. You're gonna have days when an employee quits on you, a star talent leaves the office, or when your initiative or what you've proposed completely fails or bombs and now your boss and your senior management's all pissed off with you. Or maybe you've been asked to fire or lay off a bunch of people. Or maybe it's an individual issue where you didn't get the promotion or maybe you didn't get the job that you were hoping to get. Those days can be really hard. And as leaders, it can be particularly difficult to pick yourself back up for a number of reasons. And while those reasons might be a plenty, the reality is, is our egos take a hit when we don't get the job, when we're not promoted, when uh, an employee leaves our team, uh, when things don't go the way they we want them to go, our egos can get really flustered by that. So then what's next? The first thing you want to do is give yourself space. And this is much easier said than done. But the first thing you need to do is be kind to yourself in this space. So if you've done everything to manage, you assessed all the risks, you try to mitigate the risks and shit still didn't go well, guess what? Remember that things don't always go well. And unfortunately, when we're raised as young'uns into today's society, uh, the typical school experience for most people, at least in North America, I can't speak for the rest of the world, but is that failure is not an option, right? We go to school and we learn that failure is a bad thing, that we should never fail, that we always have to pass. And then when we fail, it's because we're losers somehow. But that's not the case. And I think that as a leader, it's important to kind of spin this in your head to understand that when you fail, because things didn't go as planned does not mean that you you yourself are a failure, that your team is a failure, that your organization is a failure. In fact, what you've just done is you've learned. I like to call failures forced learning experiences, and they are FLEs, forced learning experiences, right? They're, they're basically all about forcing you to learn something that you otherwise wouldn't have learned if you hadn't taken action. So you took action on something and it didn't go as well. So what I want you to do is spin this. Ask yourself some key questions. And it doesn't matter if the failure or the perceived failure or the perceived loss is personal or whether it's team oriented as the leader of that team. Ask yourself, what did you or your team learn from the experience? What did you learn about yourself? What did you learn about your values? What did you learn about the organization? Did you learn about alignment of those values and whether they're misaligned in some way, shape or form? Did you, what did the experience teach you about resilience or capacity or capability or gaps in those capabilities that you might need to address to ensure that these kinds of things don't happen going forward? And how do you course correct? What are the kinds of things that you can do as an individual or as a team to 
effectively learn from those issues so that strategically you are now in a better position to succeed in the future on something similar. And although this is sort of bleeding into another area that I want to talk about later in the video, I do want you to be kind with yourself and with your team. So, you know, allowing folks to kind of feel the emotions of what that situation triggered. So it doesn't mean you go around losing your cool and, and being an ass with everybody. But what it really means is that you need to sort of take time to um, give yourself the space you need to be able to move forward emotionally, psychologically, or even physically. So go for a drive, go for a walk, go work out really hard if that helps you. Go talk to a mentor and flush things out and maybe talk things out with them to see how you might do things differently in the future. Talk to a friend, a coach, whatever you have in your purview that can help you to kind of figure out how do you course correct and move forward. And then really look at how you need to help yourself manage those emotions. Maybe you need to call a therapist if things were really, really bad for you. So just kind of look at how do you give yourself space and then leverage those activities to do just that. The other piece is uh, staying connected. Now, staying connected is all about connecting with both layers if you are in a team environment, your senior management as well as the staff that report to you. The senior management from the perspective of whatever you learn from the experience, they're going to give you probably follow-up tasks, actions, expectations are going to be clearly articulated to you in some way. So you're going to need to be aware of that. And also, if there's any moving pieces in what has happened, you want to be aware of what may be coming down the pike so that you and your team can prepare so you're not taken by surprise and that bad things can be kind of mitigated going forward. You also want to stay connected to your team because, again, they're going to be reacting and responsive to what is happening. And But more importantly, you're going to get ideas from them also in terms of what was learned. And I would engage the team, like have meetings, have one-on-ones, have group meetings, talk about the situation, what happened, and how you might be able to manage these things going forward in a in a better way or with a different approach. The last item is showing compassion and empathy. And this is a big one. And it's one that sometimes very logical, rationally minded people or very driven people have a hard time with because it's all about getting to the next task, getting to the next thing, doing, achieving the next thing. However, it is really important and key that especially in those tough times that you slow down the pace a little bit, take the foot off the gas and show that compassion and empathy to yourself, but also to your team and maybe even your senior management because they may have struggled through whatever happened as well. So showing empathy and compassion is actually two-sided. Well, it's actually systemic, it's holistic, but it's really, there's really two main components to it. It's it's the mental and it's the, it's the heart-centered piece. So mentally, it's understanding the thoughts that people may be having, understanding what, not just what they're thinking about what occurred, but what they're thinking about the impact might be for them and how they're rationalizing things in their heads. So understanding that from an empathetic perspective is important, but also understanding the feelings part of what has just happened or the bad day that everybody's had or the bad moment that the organization has just experienced. It's really important to honor those feelings and what what has triggered those feelings amongst the team. It doesn't mean you go have a cry fest in the corner with your team, but it most certainly means that you need to be empathetic to the fact that people are gonna be stressed, they're gonna be emotional, they might be angry, there may be frustration, there may be a lack of focus. And so just understanding that and being empathetic to that and then being able to work with the team to move beyond it is gonna be really important. Some of the worst things that can happen when really bad things happen is the, la the lack of power that we feel or not being empowered because of the situation that has occurred. Sometimes we feel very vulnerable as a person or as a team. And so it'll be really important for you all to look at what are the next logical steps as a team or as an individual that you can take so that 
you feel empowered or that you're empowering your team members to not feel like victims waiting for the next big shoe to drop, but rather being proactive and looking at how are the things, no matter how small, that we can take on now to help us deal with future issues or to be more resilient going forward and to learn from what we have just experienced. I think that helps people feel empowered and really helps us to move on as human beings. The last thing I'm going to say about feeling compassion and empathy is that when really bad things happen, and I'm talking about the big stuff like mass layoffs, or there's been a situation at work where there was violence involved, um, you know, somebody lost their cool or what have you, then you want to bring in professionals to help you. Like as a leader, you should not be expected to burden or shoulder that burden on your own. You want to bring in professionals that are going to help support you and or your team uh, in managing the reactions to the events that have occurred. So, it, you know, you want to involve your employee assistance program folks if you have them. Maybe it's a union rep, maybe it's labor relations, maybe it's someone from HR, but figure out who can come and support you as the leader to help uh, your team kind of manage those big emotions, especially when really nasty things happen in our environments. Remember that life isn't perfect. You know, if you've done everything you can, know that and sit with that. And, you know, obviously express your desire to learn from it to your senior leaders and find out, talk to the folks that didn't hire you and find out why so you can learn from it. You know, what did I say that wasn't right? Like, what kind of experience were you looking? How come I wasn't a good fit? The other piece to it as a, as a team is, you know, being making sure that you support your team by saying to your senior leaders, we've learned from this. We we have a, a strategy going forward. We, we heard you loud and clear. We now know the direction we need to take, etc. And just sort to provide that comfort so you can rebuild the trust that maybe was lost from the senior leaders in your leadership at the moment in time where that bad thing happened. So remember to always look for the lessons in all the crappy stuff that happens in our lives. Give yourself the space to deal with your reactions and your responses to it so that you come back as a leader, as a centered, calm, assertive leader. And remember to always show compassion and empathy, not just to your team, but to yourself. This too shall pass, folks. It always does. And rainbows never show up until after the storm has passed. Remember that. I am here every single week. So if this is the kind of content that you're interested in, make sure you subscribe to this channel and or follow the podcast that you are currently listening to. And if you really do need some help uh, with your leadership or you're challenged by your confidence levels or you just want to grow as a leader in your skills and competencies, make sure that you click on the link down below where we can have a conversation on how I might be able to help you out. Other than that, I want to wish you all the best in your week. Be safe. Until next time.